George Kirkpatrick, inspiration for the nation, celebrating people we feel good about. Charles Jackson is a member of the 100 Black Men of Syracuse. Yay! And now I'm finally a member. Yay! So now oh, we got okay. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they didn't tell you? <laughs> but, lot, it, it seems a lot of people came on board and um, so. Yeah, yeah. Although, so anyway, so um, on February 21st, at the Bethany Baptist Church Fellowship Hall, the 100 Black Men will present the truth about legal cannabis in the community. Charles Jackson, uh, this is your brainchild. Uh, and so talk to me about uh, what we need to know. Now, should I be flip and say this is about legal weed in the community? Is that too flip to say that? But I mean, I think depending on what who the audience is, I, I mean, know that's sure, right. why not? Right, right, you know, right. Um, you meet people where they're at. Yeah. So the 100 Black Men as an organization is not for or against. What we're trying to do is give people the actual information about what the laws are mm -hmm. in terms of uh, we're focusing on personal possession, how to, uh, what the process is to get a dispensary mm -hmm. and um and things like that we're looking at what the health uh situation is in terms of that and we're also looking at possibly how that's going to affect the community so we're being open-minded about it we just want the community to have information because at the end of the day as you well know in our communities what happens is someone says i heard from my cousin's brother's uncle, you know, some information. And we want folks to be able to make decisions based on the facts. Yeah. And, and this is really important because uh, this is something that, again, what you've, what you've said is the 100 isn't taking a position, but we have to be educated about this issue because it is having, it is going to impact uh, our communities and we sh we should also being all being all parts of it. Now that's opinion, but you're just there to give folks the facts. And so, uh, who's you, who are you going to have on the panel to help with that? So um, we're being supported by the Syracuse uh, Community Health Center. Uh, so the head of uh, substance use, uh, Doctor Sunny Oslam is going to be on the panel. Then we also have City Councilman Machuk is going to be there to talk from what that's going to look like in terms of uh, ordinances and things like that. And then we also have uh, Brother Elliot Boyce, who was in law enforcement for, I believe it was 25 years or more. Yeah. So we're going to look at it from the legal aspect. We're going to look at it from, you know, what the resources of the city might be used. And we're also looking at the health aspect. Yeah. And and again, this is also the people can have uh, education. Now, the event is free. It's open it's to the public. Yeah. Uh, you're asking people to pre-register. Pre Why? So we can get some idea of how many folks are going to be there. Also, when they come in, we'll probably ask them to... Um, give email so we can reach out to them. Um, 
Also supporting is the organization I work for, which is the Syracuse Youth Substance Abuse Prevention Coalition. So we're going to have all kinds of one sheet informations on, on information on cannabis, on cannabis effect on young people. Um, typically, what I say is the human brain is still developing up until 21 to 25. And so indulging in cannabis or any other type of substance for a young person can slow their develop their brain development. So we also want to do some talk about um, brain safety. Tell us about the work that you do outside of this moderation of this panel. Oh, so um, the Syracuse Youth the Syracuse Youth Substance Abuse uh, Prevention Coalition. We are a federally funded coalition. We use a model that basically goes, no one, we're, we're based for youth. The, our target group are sixth graders through 12th graders in the city of Syracuse. Our, um, the, the thought process behind it is basically it takes a village. So anybody can join the coalition. And the idea is the more people at the table, the more effective we'll be. Typically what happens with most grants are you say, here's the problem. This is how we're going to fix us. Give us the money. The way we do it is here's the problem. Here's who's at the table. We receive the money. And then the folks at the table, because they know not only what that substance is, but why young people may be or may not be using those substances. Yeah, that's that's really important to know. And so for this panel, again, you're asking people to come share their um experiences well you're going to have the panelists talk about the different aspects from uh, community health perspective law enforcement again Elliot Boyce a retired state trooper um over 25 years I think he has actually 32 years yeah uh, something like that mm -hmm. but yeah so so and, and it's going to be a Bethany Baptist Fellowship Hope 149 Beatty Street that's on the east side of Syracuse and again you know I I, I think of it this way right so much of the enforcement of cannabis has impacted our community. Right. And so we now have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to be in all sides of it, right? Uh, again, not pro or con. I'm saying we, me meaning me, we as a community, not the hundred, right. not, not right, the church, right, right. not the, the church, not the 100. Right. <laughs> but, but, but we do, but we, but we have to have the information because mm -hmm. This this is a a, a, a critical time uh, in this country, and I believe that uh, I just read somewhere where the first legal dispensary in upstate just opened recently somewhere. So we're also going to talk about that. Um, what happens is is that in total there is supposed to be 150 dispensaries in all the state of New York, um, and they're opening up. But and we'll talk about this on on Tuesday on that Tuesday, but there is a injunction against Western New York, Central New York, and I believe the Southern tier, Okay, because uh, there's a Michigan growers who are suing the state of New York because the state of New York will only allow growers in the state of New York to be the ones who provide the, uh, the cannabis. Yeah, uh, and so, Right. And so, so, and it seems like everywhere, every step along the way, there's a, 
stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. So, well, I don't think that's such a bad thing, uh, primarily because much like alcohol, you know, once that genie gets out of the bottle, there's no way to stuff it back in. Right. And, um, you know, there are there are states like California, Nevada, Colorado, Washington, Washington, D.C. They have over 20 years of experience with this. And so I think we need to look to those states to see what's going right, what's going wrong to kind of, you know, manage it better. I remember I was in uh, Colorado, actually, when they first um, introduced it. And it was so wild to see, you know, the marijuana leaf. The and, billboards. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, mm -hmm. when they, I just happened to be there and that it actually people were actually going to Denver and other parts of Colorado, but actually right. going there to have the experience of that. Like that was a mm -hmm. thing for, for a minute. So you're right, looking at some of these experiences and making sure that um well New York can take a lesson from from some of these places and what do you hope people get out of this information like really good information um i know some people fall on one side or the other and you know like politics today some people are more extreme they're on the extreme sides and so maybe we can get them that I, I'm not saying you shouldn't stay on the extreme side if that's what you want to do, but at least be able to talk intelligently about this subject matter. And if you feel like you need to lobby or if you need to do whatever you need to do, I mean, for me as the coordinator for uh, YSAP, I want parents to be able to have be able to have a conversation with their kids, understand what's this going to look like mm -hmm. in terms of um, what the ramifications may or may not be. And what potential ramifications might there be? Um, I don't, I don't want to sway anybody one way or the other. Uh, I will say that the, the examples have been depending on where there are places. For example, there, I know that there are places like, for instance, in New York, where young people may be caught with cannabis and the police just take it from them. There are other places that go as far as, um, you know, arrest. So, for example, in Colorado, the uh, criminal justice system, the whole idea about uh, legalizing it was that black and brown people will get arrested less. And so what they found out is the number of adults who were being arrested dropped dramatically. The only right. thing was that the number of black and brown people being arrested stayed the same because they were arresting young people more. Mm -hmm. And so, whereas in New York state, cannabis is legal, it's still federally not. That's what I want to get to, federally not. And, and so, depending on which administration is in power in Washington, if you're a young person, you get busted. If it is a more conservative administration, they may flag you, which means you're not allowed to um, partake in any federal programs, including joining the military and things like that. Mm. A more, yeah. you know, and, a more progressive. Sometimes they don't look into it. They don't move it past the local level. So it seemed like lots of questions, and then 
even locally, how jurisdictionally will it be um, enforced from border to border to border? Uh, right. Depends upon where you are. All right. So that's lots of questions, lots of answers. February 21st. Um, that's Tuesday, February 21st, 530 to 7:30 at the Bethany Baptist Church, 149 Beatty Street in Syracuse. Charles Jackson will be the moderator with the guest Choma Joke, uh, Sonny, Dr. Sonny Oslam, and Elliot Boyce, presented by the 100 Black Men. And there'll be not lots of resources and information for you uh, to 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 educate you on right. what, what are we calling this? Legal, the truth about legal cannabis, cannabis in our community. Legal cannabis. I haven't said that word so much, uh, <laughs> but but for, for, for Pookie and them, it's the truth about legal weed in the community. That's for Pookie and well, them. You know what? As long as they're not saying marijuana, which is racist, okay. that's fine. <laughs> oh man, you gotta you gotta you gotta tell me about this. Talk to me. Oh, real quick. So the history behind it is, is that um when prohibition was ending, the guy who was the czar of alcohol, he understood that if prohibition ended, he's out of a job. Mm -hmm. So what he then pivoted to was cannabis. Mm -hmm. And it was called cannabis all that time, but to hype people up, he started calling it marijuana, but pronouncing it hard like a, like a Hispanic marijuana, uh -huh. and associating it associating it with uh, Mexicans and jazz players, and you know what color jazz players were, right? And so that's where you get the movie um, Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness, yes. And there, and he toured the country talking about marijuana and how black jazz players were gonna come get your women and Mexicans were gonna come in and do all kinds of stuff. I did not know that history. Thank you, my brother. See, right? Reefer all obviously is another term, term. That, that that's used. All right, Charles Jackson. So you wanna know the truth about legal cannabis? Come to Bethany Baptist Church Fellowship Hall, 5.30 to 7.30, Tuesday, February 21st. 2023. Charles, thank you for being an inspiration for the nation. Well, thank you very much.